0: Hey everyone welcome back to behind the emerald veil with mandy and allison from SoulStar energy collective that is what we do where we are yeah our business our business but we're here to podcast for you and we're going to talk about soul retrieval i had to think <laughs> she blinked it's like she kind of like, like looked at me the yeah, and, the like, ah, and i was like what's that again we were
1: just talking about it <laughs> My mind went somewhere else. Soul retrieval. Yeah, so this is
0: going to be another micro episode where we really deep dive into the healing of retrieving a piece of your soul.
1: Yeah, and so... Um, this is one of the many modalities we teach in our course, Soul Star Healer. Yes. Right. So we go through and we teach a whole bunch of different types of healings, things that we've been shown by our guides, things that we've been taught by our mentors, um, and we teach others on how to do this. So if this is something that obviously is like you're curious about, or maybe you're doing it yourself. and um, you don't even know intuitively, right? Yeah. Like we're all being guided by our guides and so many things that we are
0: shown that we're just like what I had no idea yeah we just did the cord cutting episode a couple episodes ago and somebody reached out and said I have been doing this for myself but I had no idea that's what it was called or that's what I was doing yeah. and that's how it was presented to me as I was doing cord cuttings intuitively and then I learned later that's what it was called well, and it's like to be validated,
1: right? Yes. So and spirit's always going to like I love that about spirit. It's yeah. like if there's something that you is happening, they'll like validate it in your everyday life, which I freaking love. I know. We just had that. <laughs> we were just validated. Yes. And We love it. Yes. Um, okay, so soul retrievals. Where do you want to start? Well, what is soul retrieval? Yeah, okay. So a soul retrieval is basically when a fractal of your soul. Um, has split away and is existing or is stuck in um, a place or a past life um, or a situation. Like an experience,
0: experience. that you Experience,
1: yeah. We're <clears> just <throat> kind of like just a little fractal that's kind of like stuck yeah. there. And so we can have souls retreat. We can have parts of our souls that are stuck in many, many past lives.
0: Yeah. Or it can be within this lifetime As well, not or, as well. (laughs) I kind of see it as like, say, because in this lifetime, we talked about time and space in our last episode. But in this life, we are linear. So we have our linear timeline. Mm -hmm. So age, zero to whatever age you are now. And it's kind of like you're walking through your timeline on your path of life. Mm -hmm. And through certain experiences that you've had in this lifetime
1: you're depositing you're yeah you're
0: leaving (laughs) behind and a piece of your soul in essence of you based on the trauma that you might have experienced or the impact the impact that you had or and it could be minor and it could be major so it doesn't have in for like for me for example it was um, just experiences that I had in middle school or sorry elementary school around not understanding how people could be so mean Mm. So that way, I had to do soul retrieval from like you know that 's also called inner child work, but soul retrieval from myself in um elementary school and again in high school and you know just through and was, my a, life. was it a specific like moment like yeah. oh
1: this day yes when this person did this because I think it can be specific but it also can be generalized
0: yeah too yeah so definitely yeah definitely specific and can definitely be general so there's mm-hmm. going to be significant um experiences that you've had in your life that you're like, I need to do some healing around that. Yeah. And you can go back and retrieve the piece of your soul that you most likely have left in that experience. Yeah. And I think where like somebody's like, well, where do I, how do I find that? Like like you said, it's very much
1: connected to inner child work. Yeah. Which um, you know, if you're in meditation and you're and you're connecting to your inner child, which is basically you as a child, um, you you will be presented and see different things that you that your inner child will guide you to to realize that this is something like this a part of you is still existing
0: and they might come to you and you might be like oh i'm just remembering this is a memory it might be presented as a memory but Mm -hmm. um in reality it's a time that you're meant to go back and heal
1: yeah and bring that port that part of your soul back into your current essence yeah
0: yeah so that would be a soul retrieval in this lifetime And then a soul retrieval from a past life. Yeah. So we can talk about the soul imprints.
1: Oh, yeah. So Mandy and I have been shown by our guides. So when we are doing a reading on somebody and we bring their soul to their Akashic records... Um, within their cash records, we can scan the body and see what you know kind of looks like bruises, mm-hmm. but their soul imprints um that are on this person's soul that um have been like. Attached to a past life. Yes. Right? So it's a part that's been attached to a past life that's created kind of like a little bruise on the soul <laughs> that's been carried forward, carried forward, that then we can go in and view, right? Mm-hmm. So basically we'll pull forward that a soul imprint um, and it, go in and experience that past life to see what caused it.
0: Yeah. I just want to say, because we talked about um, how we live all of our lives at the same time in our last episode. So we can, we, we say past life. But that's just because we're me- living
1: in we're living in the 3D and we're yeah, linear. and
0: that may and that's what makes sense. Yeah, but really, it's a different lifetime.
1: Yes. But I think the fact that we're we're always going to say past life. Yeah, future life type of thing. That's what we mean. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So you can go back and retrieve the piece of your soul that has fractured off of your essence And has stay stayed um, in that in that lifetime. So let's talk about that um, because we did a healing or a reading for somebody. Yeah, share (laughs) that.
1: She's like, do all the talking, do,
0: do all the, the talk- talking. I'm just going to look at you.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, in one of our joint readings, so Mandy and I have created a service where we um, will do a joint reading for somebody. So, so fun. Yeah. So fun. And
0: so powerful. Oh,
1: every single one has been so powerful. Yeah. So you can book a reading with us and you'll get both of us reading your energy and what we do is we get different layers of the message but we were doing this joint reading and um we were pulled to a past life and uh it was it was quite a traumatic very yeah that was the one i was crying oh yeah
0: Oh my oh. God, <laughs> Allie was crying the whole time we were in this past life. And I was like, are you feeling, like, are these your feelings or her feelings? Because she's also very, like, turned up the volume on her, like, clairsentience. So clairsentience, yeah, And yeah, yeah. so when we're doing readings together, Ali will quite often connect to the emotion um, of you know, the person we're reading and I, we have to be like, okay, like, is oh, this mine? Is this mine? Is this theirs? So <laughs> let's let it go. If it's not mine, right? And, yeah. And it let go right away.
1: I did let go yeah. right away. But at first I, cause it is so hard to know if it's mine yes. or if it's theirs. And at first, like obviously the scene playing out in front of us involved a child and a mother. And, and so you know, I instantly thought I was just being overly sensitive. <laughs> but then the way I kept crying and I was like, I literally could have been like, I'm done. I need to go to my room. And I could have just blubbered the whole <laughs> night away. I could have just cried. And cry. I was so. And this, that's the thing. If you if you don't know me, I I'm not really much like no. I don't get emotional over like movies and and things like that. Like, I will cry when I need to cry, but I'm not like one of those overly sensitive People, so yeah. I'm not the type to te- typically, yeah. when it doesn't involve me. Um, so that's where I was like, "What's happening
0: here?" <laughs> <laughs> I think we actually had to be like, "Okay, like let's deal with your issue here, Ali," <laughs> because we couldn't because
1: <laughs> I just kept crying. I was such <laughs> a mess, <laughs> and uh, and then we realized when we realized that this isn't mine, this isn't, and it stopped. Like yeah. uh, the emotion stopped. I realized I was picking up on the energy of the soul in that lifetime, yeah, and how that mother felt yes. and I was feeling it so yeah. so, crazy. That crazy? That's so crazy,, oh my God, I think even when we went to present it, I started to tear up yeah, too, you and did, I was yeah. like, Damn it, um, yeah, so in this lifetime, we were viewing do I say what do I say what the scene is, like basically we're viewing. A mother losing her child in front of her eyes and um, which is a very powerful like that's that's a lot of emotion and traumatic and traumatic. And and we remember seeing like the energy from this traumatic experience. It was like it was like her energy exploded in that moment when her child when she realized her child was gone yeah and it was like this we could see it impact in her soul and couldn't we could see the energy like in that lifetime you wouldn't have seen it but since we were viewing it we could see the actual energy it created and it created this explosion
0: yeah
1: and um and what happened was a a fractal of her soul yes was left in that moment in time so in that past life and
0: in that moment in time a piece of her soul Fract- fractal off and stayed there. <clears throat> so her self, like in that lifetime, carried on throughout the life, mm-hmm. but was always missing a piece of her soul back yep. at that experience yep. and never retrieved it.
1: Yeah. And so when we were in there... And viewing this past life we went in and we retrieved it a soul retrieval right yeah. so we we were recognized it we healed yes. that moment and you know when you say healed that moment sometimes i'm like obviously we're not taking so that general. moment away yeah. yeah we're not taking the moment away it existed right but we're healing it in the sense of like I don't even know.
0: Almost like lessening the um traumatic impact. Yeah. And soul imprint that it had and easing um easing that uh experience I think and Softening, softening it, softening it, and putting higher frequency, um, love and light, like yeah. higher frequency energy source light, into like it was into meant that to exp- happen, yeah, into that experience, yeah, and and yeah, and basically allowing it to release from the trauma,
1: yeah, yeah. So it's like it's not like we go in heal it and take it away. No, it was definitely meant for that soul to experience that in that lifetime. <clears throat> that was the plan. Um, but then it's just kind of soften that. And, um, so, and, and so that it's not carrying forward in other lifetimes in that sense of carrying that trauma through other lifetimes. You know, when we experience trauma or big events like this, it is meant for our soul's, um, evolution for us to evolve and ascend higher. Mm -hmm. So that's always going to be with us in a sense because we've learned from it, but it's the actual traumatic part, the denser energy. Um, of that experience that we're kind of like transmuting, um, and softening. And then we brought that soul, that fractal of her soul back into her essence today. Yes. The now.
0: Yes. And then that heals, yeah. um, and softens some of the experiences that she's going through in this life that ties back to yeah. that. So certain things in this
1: lifetime that are affected or, You know, we talk about, how many times have we talked about, like, how somebody can have an irrational fear of drowning. Like my son has an irrational fear of drowning. And I'm like, dude, you've never even come close to it. Well, that's tied to past lives where he has drowned. So it's affecting, those past lives are affecting this lifetime. Mm -hmm. And so if we can go in and and, um, zero in on those experiences and soften it, then it should soften how much it's affecting and how much of a hold It it has on this lifetime. Yes,
0: yeah. 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 So have you ever done a soul retrieval for yourself?
1: (laughs) I'm like, I'm the worst. You know that.
0: I'm like. You've never been in meditation guided to an experience and saw, you know, a piece of yourself or an existent, uh, you know, your inner child or whatever and wanting to like bring her back into your heart. I, I bet I, yes, I
1: have. I know (laughs) I have. Cause I, I have like a little glimmer of a memory Yes. Where I was like, oh, yeah, that happened. But I literally would have to go through my notes to see because it's like, you know, there's so much in my head. Yeah. I hold on to so much and I let it go. Yeah. But I do. When you said that, that kind of gave me a little like, oh, oh, yeah, you did have an experience, but you have no idea what it is. But I did.
0: Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> More to come.
1: I'll yeah. go look in my, I have my little, like, notes thing on my phone. All Things Spiritual, that's what it's called.
0: <laughs> so oh, go it. to Yeah, go to the All Things Spiritual. <laughs> if anybody read that, they'd have you committed. No, no. Actually, Jace read a part, like, a journal entry of mine once, like, right at the beginning of this. Rude. And, wow, Snoopy. And he was, like, <laughs> so worried for my mental health. No, <laughs> yes. was he? Yes. Yes. Did he come and tell you, or did he kind of hold on to that? He while? He bit? held on to that oh, for no. a little while, so he probably has to do his soul retrieval around that. Oh my god! I want. I
1: want to know exactly what it, what part of it was like. I should ask. How him. messed up? I like, can,
0: I'll ask him tonight.
1: Yeah, ask him tonight, and just yeah. to see, like, because, like, you know, when you can kind of put yourself in their shoes, yeah. when you have no idea, and then you read something, and then you're and like, it was "Damn!" A, it was
0: all about a past life, I know, and it was like a traumatic experience, and he was like, <gasps> "I think there was like death and like." stuff and he was like he was like legit worried about me there no, it's no wonder <laughs> over the years how many
1: people who connect to these things when it was totally not understood yeah. was um admitted Committed. to a yeah a mental a mental, yeah, a yeah. mental yeah. institute right because well, they're I like say, what are you talking about these voices in we don't head. just have witch
0: wounds no
1: we have mental health institution <laughs> yes. wounds yes for sure (laughs) wait have you ever seen
0: that movie um from the second wizard of oz so it's called return to oz and it's it's got um farah or what's her name veruca salt i didn't even know that was a thing well it's
1: so creepy nobody knows that's a thing it's just like the frogget or whatever thing that she talks about remember that game frogget Was it frogget
0: frogger frogger there were people that knew about Very Frogger. little. Very little. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so, return to Oz. So, there was TikTok was like a robot. And TikTok? Yeah. Yeah. Tick to the top? Like, we I'm have TikTok right now? And, or is this um, something you made up in a dream? No. there's What's her name? The cast. She was um, Veruza Balk. She was the little girl in it. Anyways, I'm trying to say at the beginning, she was committed to... She's Dorothy and she wants to go back to Oz. And she's committed to a mental mental institute, and it's so creepy—the mental institute—and that's what I picture. um, That's what I picture when people. Well, you know what? She's creepy. She's not creepy. Yes, she is. What is she? She she well,
1: that picture. No, but she was part of the witch one with the three, three, four. What's there's a movie that has. look at her movies there's a movie that she was a witch and she turned to be the bad witch the craft the craft I loved
0: the craft yeah but like
1: the way she would be like <laughs> <laughs> it was so creepy she oh. just does it
0: really well she does do the dark well Oof. but uh anyway you guys come into a soldier light workers and talk about the return to oz with us
1: yeah if you even know what that's about. We'll talk about it after. I'm like, but you know what? It's so funny because like I've seen different movies mm-hmm. with mental institutions. Yeah. I forget which one. There was one with, I don't know There's if it was Ryder. Um, what's her name? Ryder.
0: Winona Ryder. Wynona Ryder. was yeah. the one that she was in? With um, Angel- Angelina Jolie. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: And they've just, it's so funny. A deep seated fear of mine. Yeah. And I think that's probably, now that I'm like, it's all coming in now, it's connected to a past life. Girl interrupted. Girl, in- yeah. yeah. And I've just, like, every time, like, any time I think of it, I just, it just, like, a deep-seated fear yeah. of having to be put into one of those homes. And so I think all of us with Witch Woot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's feet. My-
1: sounded like you were farting. Oh
0: course.
1: Sounded like you are farting. I was t- <laughs> <laughs> um, all of us with witch wounds, I think we have mental institution wounds. Probably. Does it freak you out, guys, when we think of it a mental institution? <laughs> <laughs> I used to have so many of them. I know, and they were terrible. Terrible. Like so creepy. Experiments.
0: Anyway, off to, off way off <sighs> topic.
1: We have to go into a past lives and our souls from that time.
0: Yeah, I'll share about the soul retrieval I did because I've shared in the cord cutting that I had to do cord cuttings around my time in Dawson Creek poor Dawson's Creek beautiful name terrible place (laughs) well I definitely had to do some soul retrieval oh my god so you've done cord cutting and so my and inner child
1: my feet want to hit the floor but um there's a mouse down here (laughs) so um stop sharing that it's embarrassing it's
0: embarrassing
1: (laughs) I'm like I just want to put my feet down but now I will not let them hit the floor no no neither just in case I have a
0: little nibble nibble (laughs) but it's so cute it is Um, yeah, so I've done soul retrieval, cord cutting and inner child work around my time in Dawson Creek. Damn. Um, but thankfully, I know how to do that. And yeah. it's so helpful to be able to release because I used to hold a lot of insecurity and uh, self-doubt and uh, co- like lack of confidence and just like all these heavy, like almost like grief about like that experience like it was a really heavy feeling and anytime I had to talk about Dawson I don't even know why it's not like when I was going through that time I was having all these traumatic experiences Mm -hmm. it's just that full experience and we talk about time and space don't exist on the other side Mm -hmm. it's kind of like that it was an experience even though I was there for I don't know eight years I don't look at it like year by year it was overall the energy of an experience the whole so you keep connecting to the energy of the experience Which is heavy and uh, dark and icky. That's how it feels. And it it was like heaviness in my heart. So I wanted to release it. And once I started doing these healings, I didn't hold or harbor these feelings towards Dawson Creek anymore. I was able to release all of those feelings. And I'm sure there's more layers that will come up for me to heal down the road. But for now, I have done the work. Mm -hmm. um, And I'm not sitting here like... um, angry or disgusted or icky or anything like those feelings that I was connecting to before are gone. Yeah. You know, and it's so funny because when you
1: talk about that, I think because I'm so good at healing myself, (laughs) um, it's just made me realize it's come into my awareness that I must have some type of cord or soul retrieval that needs to happen for my experience during high school. For sure. Because I will have reoccurring dreams. Hmm. With certain people yes. that weren't even necessarily in my friend group.
0: Yeah.
1: But we're in like the outer group. Yeah. And I will have reoccurring dreams where all of a sudden this random person. And I'm, I'm like, and it's this, this feeling of me not being enough.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Where I was always kind of like, oh, I'm not enough to be their friends. Mm. Or like, or the, 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 the scene will be like, they're leaving me out. Or all of a sudden I come to where a bunch of them are. And I'm like, I feel like. I'm not good enough, right? So type yeah. of thing. So I just keep having re- reoccurring dreams, and that's what's made me realize that there's obviously something there. Yeah. That even though it wasn't a an, an actual specific time, yeah. it's a general time in high school. Yeah. That I need to connect to to kind of release. Yeah, right? and that's
0: actually a great segue into like trying to determine what it is that you need to heal, because mm-hmm. the way that I was called to do a lot of the healing in Dawson Creek was just because of what you just said Yeah, was that I kept having dreams about people from high school that I d- haven't talked to in forever. Yeah. And it was pissing me off because it was so often and I'm like, and it would make you feel that probably way. the way that you felt in high then. school. And yeah, that's how it's made me, it makes
1: me feel. Yeah. yeah. So
0: if you're, if you're dreaming about people from your past and you're just like, I just don't know why I keep dreaming about this person or I keep dreaming about this experience or I'm having this reoccurring dream. It's, probably because you have some work to do around that or some internal healing or you know journaling or work however you want to do that um that is a huge indicator yeah and also if they keep coming into your awareness in your reality too like if you're like wow the name somebody's name or the name of a place or or whatever if it just keeps popping up pay attention to that because that is a huge sign that there's some work to do around that
1: yeah yeah absolutely um and you know and like other things like when we talk about having like a big impact you know I've had a, I've had a few clients who have come to me regarding um kind of like sexual like blocks yes right having sexual blocks or just having a hard time connecting
0: yes with their partner with their partner
1: mm-hmm. um I know you and I have experienced this mm-hmm. um and you know connecting to a past life or maybe and again like probably a all of us have experienced in past lives oh, yeah. of sexual trauma. Mm-hmm. And um, so connecting to, and most likely you have a fractal of your soul connected to that, that time for sure. Um, because it, it would have been a significant trauma to have your body violated. Right. Yeah. So um,
0: and going if you, back and like, yeah, if you, and you know, for women in particular, if your soul really likes to incarnate as a female, likely you've had many experiences dealing with some sort of um sexual harassment or sexual trauma or abuse because if you if you look at it from you know time in time women have been suppressed and taken advantage of since like the beginning of time essentially oh yeah there was a period of time in ancient in ancient times where women were the rulers the rulers and they were the goddesses and they had the power like if you think about it women have this beautiful power to create from their womb space yep right connecting to the divine feminine and it is this beautiful aligned peaceful soft power Mm -hmm. that they and they ruled um, and we were like the women were the hierarchy right? if there was going to be hierarchy Mm -hmm. and eventually um, that was all suppressed Mm -hmm. because we were so powerful Mm -hmm. and everything was so beautiful and smooth and that is when the man became, um like, the agenda and the elite and all that sort of stuff kind of came to fruition, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. But it all kind of resonates. And from that point on, which is basically, I don't know, thousands of years, it seems. Thousands and thousands, yeah. yeah. Women have been um suppressed and have been taken advantage of and looked at as uh, property. Oh, it's just like, when you watch any
1: um TV series that is part of the history. Yeah. Like it is absolutely crazy. Yeah.
0: Crazy. It's soul crushing.
1: Oh, it's soul crushing, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's uh, and it's you know it's also crazy is like in this lifetime.
0: Yeah. Still. We
1: still like you still have we still ha- obviously still have like that. We see that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Where um but it's like even in this lifetime where like I rem- I I've worked with people who they're like, "Oh, I worked in this company and I wasn't able to contribute to the pension plan. Yeah. And I'm like, or you worked, you still work. So that within this, within your career, yeah, within my lifetime, yeah. women couldn't contribute to pension? Excuse me? Right? <laughs> like, that just blows my mind. Yeah, And so, but like, seeing, oh God, like just... Even the way, like, women were supposed to, like, I've visited past, this is kind of turning into a past life thing, yeah. this is where we see all of it. Yeah. You know, I've visited past lives where you're viewing somebody who's having to get married and they're 12. Yeah. And they're having to, like, and it is just known. Your duty is to lay for your husband. So whether, so let's just say not even a traumatic of being raped. Yeah. Or forced. Mm-hmm. It's just your duty.
0: Yeah. That's the only reason you
1: exist. So you voluntarily lay there
0: yeah. for them. So yeah. it's not getting it taken away, but like how awful. Yeah. So when we talk about sexual, uh, he, like wounds, that is why we, that's where they're stemming from. Because again, like if your soul likes to come back as a, I know my soul prefers to be a female essence. I prefer to be a man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. I've come you back do. as a man many times. Yeah.
0: You're the one suppressing us. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: I have my own suppression too yeah. well that's so funny <laughs> i know horrible yeah i've lived i've I've lived lives as as women well
0: we've all lived lives as men and, and women, women. we've
1: both we've if all we, done the same yeah
0: if we've experienced sexual abuse and trauma in one life, then we have to live a life of being the abuser, yeah to yeah. just to be able to understand both sides, both
1: perspectives well, it was so crazy because they um I was brought to a lifetime for somebody that it was, ooh, yeah, it was so crazy. It was the, um, what are they called? Before they were human, they were. Cavemen? Imbe- Im- imbeciles?
0: <laughs> what? Homo <laughs> sapiens? No. Cavemen? Nope. Keep s- going. You said imbeciles. <laughs> <That> <laughs> what is, what like, is an imbecile? I, somebody who's mentally challenged.
1: Oh, that's not it. <laughs> It's a oh it's a man, it's a look it word. up, look it up, look it up. What am I looking at? It's like, at? um, it's kind of like, um, like an ape. A caveman,
0: a homo sapien. No, homo sapien, homo sapien is like more human. Oh, homo erectus? No. Homo homo sapien.
1: Uh, 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 beings in the stone age they he was, uh, the, it was in the stone age. A caveman. No, <laughs> <laughs> you give this to me. <laughs>
0: It was a, um, damn it. Anyways. Damn it. <laughs> Caveman, Homo sapien, Homo erectus. That's all I know. You put in Homo sapien. Of well, course that's going to come up. Well, what am I supposed to put in? I don't know what I'm looking for.
1: <laughs> Stone Age. Uh oh, Neanderthal! Oh, yes! <laughs> I didn't even, it didn't even come up on the phone, but it just like, yeah, (laughs) Neanderthal. Neanderthal. So what they were showing me was like, so this kind of like the between stages of animalistic and human, it was like this, this kind of like that transition when it was coming from more animalistic to more, uh, homo sapien and, um, how it was a instinct Mm -hmm. to procreate, that they would just take women, their, take their, right. their, their yes. spouse, right? Mm-hmm. And so what they were showing me in this lifetime and what I was being taught was, like, it's a DNA thing within their line of of survival. Right. Of surviving of the species. And so, because I was like, man, why do men have more of this animalistic, like, mm-hmm. women don't tend to have this, like deep-seated desire constantly overpowering them and men seem to have this deep-seated overpowering at times and sometimes they can't keep that in control and they just they seem to come from that space mm-hmm. more often than women do mm-hmm. and so they were brought me back to this time and it was like it's because it's part of their genes the part of their DNA to procreate to um for existence to continue the existence to continue mm-hmm. the race yeah. and and I was just like it was so fascinating And I was like, oh, and I'm like, so it's like this little baby gene that's just stuck in them. That, (laughs) like, gives them this, like, um, so that we continue to procreate. But it's like, it was so crazy that they kind of showed that.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, that animalistic
1: part of us. And part of men that was placed there so we can continue our survival.
0: Yeah. And if you think about it, like the, obviously there's so many opportunities to retrieve a piece of our soul from many, many lifetimes. It can be, and that was the
1: thing we, there was a soul from that lifetime. And that
0: was like way far back there. Yeah. And I feel like you could probably do soul retrievals or cord cuttings and all these healings for a whole lifetime and still have stuff to heal. So I think yeah. it's also important to realize that, you know, you're going to be presented with the opportunity to do some healing when it comes up and it's coming up for a reason. So don't get like really worried or stuck on, um, you know, trying to figure out what needs to mm-hmm. be retrieved or what needs to be cut or all these things. You will, it'll come into your awareness and, you know, spirit will send you a sign. And as long as you're open to when you're ready, when yeah. you're ready. Yeah. So that's
1: the thing when you're, we've definitely noticed this. Um, with our students and just like with our growth, is that um, as you go along this journey, as you continue to expand, um, your mindset, your your um, what I don't even know what I'm trying to say, expand
0: your awareness, your awareness, your, your there, con- that's, your consciousness, your
1: consciousness, your awareness, um. As you continue down that, then you are going to be presented um, it along the way when it's time. Yeah. So, you know, because I definitely, there's a, you know, I definitely, you know, we can be keeners and be like, well,
0: I want to heal all the things like right now. Also, that's intense to do a lot of healing at once. Yeah. That'll, that'll put you into a little tailspin and send you into a dark hole. Yeah. Which is fine if that's what's meant to happen. But, you know spirit will show you yes yeah, so you don't have to you don't have to thing, do that
1: no and like for you with dawson's creek that wasn't all at once no that was over a period of months yeah so it was like you were presented with it you did a cord cutting then all of a sudden a few months later you were presented again yeah and something else and it's like so they're going to be presented with one thing of your healing multiple times because yeah. there's different layers
0: and they actually used dawson creek as an example to teach me how to do these because I was being, Mm. I was doing them intuitively. So I would go into meditation and journey with my guides, which we teach in Meet Your Spirit Guide course. Yeah. (laughs) But um, they were teaching me, they were showing me how to do that. And then it wasn't until later what I, what I, I realized there was a word or a term for that. Yeah. Um, you know, so maybe the, my whole experience in Dawson Creek was on purpose so that I could come back and heal it and then teach people how to do their own healings. There's. It's totally like yeah. every
1: you start to realize like everything was placed for a certain reason. Yeah right and so for us to experience even my experience of having a twin flame yeah you know as hard as it is sometimes for me and Mandy has seen the struggle <laughs> um i've also realized like this is happening for a reason mm-hmm. so i can help other people going through the same experience right and so yeah. i feel like all of our experiences yes. is so that we can hold space for others. Yes. Even our experiences with building a business and going through some of the trials and tribulations of it where we're like, dang it, why can't they just make it easy for us? And, <laughs> right. and we got the message right away was like, no, because we need to experience all of it so that we can help guide other people to get their spiritual business up and going. Like yeah. That's going to be part of our path at some point yeah. to do that. So it's like, you know, when you look yeah. back, all things are happening for a reason and we realize now, you know.
0: Yeah. And so twin flames we're going to have to do a workshop on that.
1: Yeah. A workshop or a podcast. Well, both, both, but we'll
0: start with a with maybe a workshop or maybe we'll time it together. But the workshops we're, we're doing in our um, free community. So if you haven't heard, we we have um, created a free community in uh, like on the platform called Mighty Networks. Yeah. And you can access this platform through their app. Or on the desktop and our community is called Soul Star Light So we'll put the link in the show notes and it was just thirty three thirty three. So if that's not a sign, I don't Aww. know what is on your on our on our <laughs> recording. Yeah. Yeah. On our recording. <laughs> <laughs> recording we just saw three 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 yeah. three. <laughs> that was Metatron again. That
1: was Metatron? Yeah. Like
0: Um, Anyway, so in this in this community is we're bringing together all of our, you know, anybody who's interested in this type of conversation and having aligned conversations. And it's a safe space because quite often we don't have people in our real life that we can have these conversations with. So we're creating this space so we can connect, so we can grow and we can learn and we can share with each other. Um, And this is where we're going to hold all of our free workshops and where we're going to just pop in, like, we're very active in the chats and on the feed. And, you know, we're there to, to help guide and to answer questions and, you know, just have great conversation and great connection. So, um, yeah. So join us there. And then you can maybe we'll have our Twin Flame workshop there. Ooh, I'm
1: excited about it. I know.
0: It. I think we're going to record our workshops and then have them for replay. Yeah. That's I think that's if we can figure out how to do that without everybody's face on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, if you missed it, maybe it'll be there as a replay. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. There's, there's maybe not. There's also guided meditations there that you can access. Yeah, that, that we did. That's so cool. Yeah. So, as we continue to grow, we And we'll resources,
1: add. right? Yeah. We put lots of resources in there for, like, books that you should, that would be great for you to read. Other or podcasts. Other podcasts, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, if you're just kind YouTubers. of like, I have no
1: idea, but I want to learn it all. Yeah. We do, too. We yeah. did, too.
0: We did, and now we put it all in one place for you. At a moment there, I was like, is that
1: a... Shh. Is that scratching of a no. of a mouse or a rat? No, There's no
0: rats. You it, Just a mouse? No, it was just I a mouse. you said a... It, they, it was the dogs.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dog. In our last episode, we, uh, a mouse came to visit us mm-hmm. down yeah. here in the dungeon.
0: I feel like it was Cody sending us a laugh. Your,
1: your guide, Cody. Cody, yeah. yeah. Sending us a little laughy laugh. But then I'm like, <laughs> I thought you said that there was
0: also a rat. There's no rat. Just I not. was over-exaggerating and I was telling my husband there was a rat. And he was like, it's a mouse. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> so there never was a rat. There was never a rat. Okay, I
1: can deal with a mouse, just not a rat. With <laughs> Hopefully their it's going Big though. buff teeth. <laughs> buck teeth. Buck Right?
0: Teeth. Do, do you think, do, do rats have like two? Yeah, two like beavers? Yeah. Do I, they? I don't know. I think so.
1: <sighs> Sick. Okay.
0: Well. That's it. That's where we'll wrap it up because yeah. this is a micro chat. Micro chat around soul retrieval. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, come into Soul Star Lightworkers and ask. And uh, we'll take the conversation further there. All right. Bye. Bye.